Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? This is Common Sense Christianity again. Hope everybody is doing great and hope you're enjoying the weekend. Today, we're going to get into Psalm 110.1. And I know I've covered this on my other podcasts, but I want to bring to light some things that might help other people out that maybe are not as mm, researched into certain words and what kind of trouble we can get into if we're not educated on certain words and what words mean in the Bible. And I'd like to focus on Psalm 110.1 because it's very, it's very easy to, to show how words can lead people into a different direction, right? To maybe not understand exactly what the Bible is trying to tell us and the fact that words can also be used to manipulate scripture and to push people into a false belief system when they don't even understand that they're following something that's false. So today we're going to look at Psalm 110.1 and I'm going to show you that, you know, when they refer to Jesus as Lord, it doesn't mean God. Okay, so when I hear people say, my Lord Jesus Christ, it's often synonymous with Yahweh, right? That's that. At least that's how the Trinitarians believe, um, you know, the word Lord means like, you know, I, I trust on my Lord. So they use this as, um, as, you know, kind of leaning on the word Lord to mean God Almighty or Yahweh. So they think of Jesus as God Almighty Yahweh and they think of Yahweh as obviously Yahweh. So they're one and the same. Okay, so if we look at the Old Testament, I'm going to look at the RSV right here. And it says right here, Psalm 110.1, a Psalm of David, the Lord, and here of the Lord is all capital, L-O-R-D. All of those are capital. And it says, said to my small L-O-R-D, there's not even a capital letter at all in RSV, it's L-O-R-D. Now, this is basically a Psalm of David, but it's it's later revealed to be Jesus Christ being spoken of, you know, the Lord said to my Lord. At least that's that's how Trinitarians understand this, right? So I know that there's different interpretations of the Bible. Uh, and some people are saying that this is strictly the psalmist speaking, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a rehash. But, you know, that's kind of getting out besides the point here. The point is that Trinitarians will use this verse to try and twist what the word means. Now we can see as we use common sense in this channel that they're not one and the same, right? It says the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, says to my Lord, L-O-R-D. So we obviously see that there's a distinguished uh, element between these two, that they're not one and the same, right? But what does that really mean? I mean, if, if we call Jesus Lord and the Father is Lord, does that mean that like in John 10, 30, when they think that I and the Father are one, that it means that one is Lord, the other is Lord? And therefore, they're one God? No, it doesn't. So, for those who don't know what the word Lord means, or they haven't used an interlinear before, or simple things like Bible Hub, let's go ahead and go through this, and I'll step through it with you. So, we can go ahead and go to Google. So, go ahead and launch your browser and go to Google. And I'll wait for a little bit here, a couple seconds. So, once you launch your web browser, I want you to type in Psalm, P-S-A-L-M, 101 Bible Hub. 
So again, P-S-A-L-M space 110 colon 1 space Bible Hub, okay? And the first link there should be uh, a link to Bible Hub, and we're going to go ahead and click on that. And we're going to go down past all of the translations, you know, see the NIV, NLT, ESV, and we can see the Lord said to my Lord, and go, go ahead and go past all of those down to the bottom, about two-thirds the way down to the bottom, where it says um, Hebrew, okay, right below, right above or below parallel commentary. So Hebrew says a psalm, and you notice that these are bold letters, right? A psalm of David, those are bold, the Lord said, so we look at the Lord, Okay, L-O-R-D, the Lord, and it says right below it, Yahweh. Strong's 3068, Lord, capital L-O-R-D, the proper name of the God of Israel. Okay, so this is designating one individual as Yahweh, the proper name of the God of Israel. Okay, and we keep reading, said to my Lord, and it's a different name. It's not Yahweh. It's simply L-A-D-O-N-I, and that's El Adonai, right? A D O N I El Adonai. Okay, it's not Yahweh. And if we look at the the um, the uh, Strong's one one three below it. It says Sovereign Controller. Now, if we click on that, click on that blue link that says Strong's one one three, we can click on what other what this word actually means. What does L A D O N I mean? And we can click on that, and it takes us to another page that basically goes through and it lists the same Hebrew word that is used in other Bible verses. Like, for instance, uh, for instance, let's see here, Genesis 24, 9. And it says in uh, Genesis 4, 24, 9, it says, of Abraham, his master, and swore. Okay, so L-A-D-O-N-I basically means my. So we can eliminate L for, you know, my. We can just put in L, you know, l uh, A-A-D-O-N-I, Adonai, okay? That means master. So going back to 110, Psalm 110.1, it simply means, you know, Yahweh said to my master, okay? So we can go through and then we can go to Genesis 24.10 in the same page. From the camels of his master, okay? Uh, you know, Genesis 24.10, again, uh, good things of his master. Genesis, Genesis 24.12, the God of my master, Abraham. Okay. Uh, 2412, lovingness to my master, Abraham. Okay. So this is master. So when we look at the parallel in Psalm 110.1, one individual is identified as Yahweh, which is God Almighty. And the other individual, which is Jesus Christ, you know, a Psalm, this is kind of a prelude, is simply means master. So this is very critical because what happens is, is Trinitarians will tell us that, you know, Paul updated the Shema, and this is also talked about in, in another one of my podcasts, you know, Paul updated the Shema where it says, Hear, O Israel, our Lord, our God is one, and they introduced Jesus as Lord, okay? So they twist what Lord means and basically interject Jesus now as Lord, they manipulate the word Lord. And that's how the devil gets his little sticky and greasy fingers in. He changes the word God. He removes God. Then he inserts generic words like Lord. And then he bends and twists what the word means, right? You can see this perversion also in, um, 
in the King James Version Bible when they start off in John 8, 58. You can get out a King James Version Bible and look where Jesus says, before Abraham was, I am, and it's in lowercase I am. But now if you pick up a new King James Version Bible, it's an uppercase I am. So before Abraham was, I am, you know, trying to make it look like this is the God of Abraham. And this is just an increase in perversion. Satan, like I said, gets his fingers in on things and, and twists things and gets people more and more confused. So people that do diligent study, and it's not hard. You don't have to know Hebrew or Greek. You just have to have a little bit of um, fortitude and you have to have a little bit of, of um, desire to seek out truth. You know, don't trust what translators put down. You know, the gospel is true. It doesn't mean that the translators are what they're putting is true. You have to discern this and you have to decide for yourself. And you'll find out that when Trinitarians actually start questioning the Bible and use common sense, which is the focus of this channel, they'll dump the Trinity because it's not biblical for one thing. And you can see the deliberate malicious intent of Trinitarians to twist words and take them out of context and make Jesus now Yahweh. And a perfect example of this is Psalm 110.1. So what we can gather from Psalm 110.1, it simply means we have but one God and we have one master, okay? We have one Adonai or Adonai and we have one Adonai, okay? God's name can also be A-D-O-N-A-I, that's Adonai or Adonai, and the name of Jesus or his, his title, I should say, is A-D-O-N-I. Not even in the same stratosphere as we can see when you click on the the interlinear aspect of it, basically, or not necessarily interlinear, but you can click on the strong concordance link and it'll take you to other places where that, you know, A-D-O-N-I reference is used and you can clearly see it's master, okay? Now, Trinitarians removed, you know, in the New Testament where, where the word Lord is actually, the, the apostles wrote the word Kyrios, okay? And that's now now used for the word Lord. So they, they removed the word Kyrios or the word Lord when it applied to other people like homeowners, vineyard owners, uh, things of that nature, and only left the Lord applying to God and Jesus. So we have one Lord, Jesus, and we have one Lord, the Father. And isn't that confusing? Because like I said, a Trinitarian will say the, the Shema was updated because Paul says we have but one God, the Father, and we have but one Lord, Jesus Christ. And I'll say, yeah, we have one God. And then a Trinitarian will say, yeah, but we have one Lord. So just be, now, does that make the Father not Lord since it says we have one Lord and it's not, and it's, and it's Jesus Christ, not the Father? Do you see the deliberate, you know, manipulation of what the word means and how dangerous the word can become when it's taken out of context and it loses what its meaning is? I don't like using the word Lord for this very reason, you know, because people don't understand what it means. So they see Jesus being called Lord. They see Yahweh being called Lord, and therefore they think that, that it means God. So if Trinitarians were more consistent, they would have left the word Lord when it applied to other people, like uh, homeowners or vineyard owners, or not gave that word for Jesus and left him as master. Okay, we have one master, master. Because you see in other, other Bible verses, it says, you know, master, you know, rabbi, you are, are one master. Okay, so they use this. In certain instances, but then in other instances, they use the word curios and put Lord down. So it started off as a perversion. First of all, Satan gets God's name removed from the, the, the translation. He removes it, puts Lord and Lord, and then he blends them together and causes confusion. So Trinitarians, like I said, will be sitting in church or they'll read the Bible and they'll see Lord and Lord. And so 
it's kind of hard to distinguish between them because they're already on a goose chase to prove Jesus is God. So they don't they don't see the distinguished uh, aspect of one is L-O-R-D caps and the other one is small L-O-R-D, right? And it gets to be really confusing. You know, uh, I don't see anything of the Lord Holy Spirit. Do you? Do you ever see the Lord Holy Spirit in there? You know, especially when it says we have but one God, the Father, and we have what Lord Jesus Christ. So you can pose to a Trinitarian, where's the Holy Spirit in here? You know, why does Paul leave the Holy Spirit out? Why doesn't Paul say we have but one God, the Father, and we have one Lord Jesus Christ, and we have one Holy Spirit or one Lord Holy Spirit or something? Why is the Holy Spirit never called Lord? You know, why is the Holy Spirit never told to be worshipped along with God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ? Why is the Holy Spirit absent sitting on the left-hand side or the back of God on the throne up in heaven? He's never even referenced, right? So I don't want to depart too much from the uh, the uh, origination of this podcast, but it just shows you the, um, the uh, insanity and the Trinitarian trail that, be, that can be created from a misunderstanding of what a word means, okay? So if you're, if you're seeking truth, you don't have to know Hebrew, like I said, or Greek or anything. You don't even have to understand the basic foundations of it. You can simply do the research yourself. You can read English, uh, you know, so click on the words and go and dig what they mean. You know, w- you know, I made another podcast on when it says, Jesus said, destroy this temple in three days and I will raise it up again. You know, that, that's a translation there. It simply means, you know, the Greek simply means I rise up, I will rise, I will rouse, you know, destroy this temple in three days and I will rise up again. But if a person didn't read and study this, they wouldn't see that it's so elementary in its understanding. They would literally think that Jesus is saying that he's going to raise it up again, you know, and that's simply not true. I mean, God, the father uh, did raise Jesus from the dead and God is speaking through Jesus. But the Greek word simply means I rise up, destroy this temple in three days and I will raise up again. Destroy this temple in three days and I rise up again. A Trinitarian will tell you that all three persons of the Trinity were involved in the resurrection of Jesus. And that's simply not true because, again, they don't understand what the word means or they are deliberately twisting what a word means to fit their doctrine. So it's up to you, Christians, to do the research yourself. Get beyond these translation issues. Get beyond these lies and seek truth, you know, Once you have the truth, then you can see these lies. You can see how things fall apart. And Psalm 110.1 is a perfect example of that. So is John 8.58. Do yourself a favor. Look it up really quick. Go to John 8.58 in the KJV. Look at the statements of Jesus when he says, Before Abraham was, I am. And then go ahead and look at the New King James Version Bible, where it says uh, in Exodus uh, 3.14, where they capitalize it. You know, or... And also, go to the New King James Version Bible when Jesus says, before Abraham was, I am. And see how it's capitalized. You know, they make it from lowercase in the KJV to now, all of a sudden, when Jesus says it, before Abraham was, I am. They capitalize it to put a dramatic uh, element to it to make Christians, when they read that, see something that stands out that's not of the ordinary. And they'll ask their pastor, what does this capitalization mean? And the pastor, of course, will tell them, Jesus is claiming to be Yahweh, the God of Abraham there. And the Trinitarian will simply nod their head and go, wow, praise the Lord. Again, they don't understand what Lord even means, right? Most of them, at least. So I hope you get out of this discussion that words don't necessarily mean what people say they mean. 
okay? Just because you see one person being called Lord doesn't mean they're Yahweh, okay? If they had been more consistent, like I was saying, they would have left the word Lord for other people, homeowners, vineyard owners, masters, rulers, and then a Trinitarian or somebody would be reading the Bible and they would see that these regular people are being called Lord and they wouldn't go off into the weeds saying, well, Jesus is my Lord and so is Yahweh. And so therefore, Jesus has a, a different designation than these other people. Of course he does because Jesus was made both Lord and Messiah. He was made Lord and Christ. But the word Lord, again, as evidenced by this podcast and the very words that they use does not mean Yahweh. You know, we can clearly see the separation, even in the Old Testament, the foretelling of the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, that he was not going to be God. We have one person identifying Yahweh as their God, and we have that same person identifying Jesus as his master. So I hope this has been informative, and until next time, God bless you.